In this episode, we look at why personal development is broken. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. So I've talked about this before on uh, earlier episodes, and in fact, I think I've probably ranted about this a number of times, but if you're an OG, stick around because uh, I think I've, I've gotten a little bit more advanced in the way that I talk about this topic. And for those of you who are new, strap in because this is going to be a little different of an episode than I typically put out. However, it is possibly more important than any of the other things that I talk about. See, on this podcast, I mostly share small tips, tiny leaps, if you will, about how you can improve your life, Uh, simple things that you can apply, frameworks you can use, different ways of thinking and, and tools that you can apply to your own experience to make your life just a little bit better. And I love doing this. I love exploring personal development from this perspective, but... There is a real problem with personal development, and I'm sure you know this as well. How long have you been practicing now? How long have you been reading the books and listening to the podcasts and thinking through your own journey with personal improvement? How long have you set goals and tried to build healthy habits and done all of the right things? For me, it's been... 10 years, like an enormous amount of my life, honestly, maybe even more than that. And I have to ask you this, and and I apologize because I don't mean this in any way to be accusatory or to attack you or anything like that, but how different is your life? Truly, how different is your experience of the world as a result of your personal development? Now, I'm willing to bet that it's not that different. Now, maybe you're in a different stage in your life. I'm certainly in a different stage of my life compared to when I started. Maybe you've gotten promoted. Maybe you gained some new skills or met somebody that you want to spend your life with. But how different is your life as a result of personal development? It's pretty hard to measure. It's one of those things that we can't quite put our fingers on but we rely on it because we think that it works. And what I want to argue is that the way personal development currently functions actually doesn't work very well and actually doesn't lead to the kinds of improvements that we want. And I know that sounds a little bit doom and gloom and who am I, this personal development podcaster, to tell you that personal development doesn't work. But that's that's kind of my brand on this show. My job is basically to get real with you, to share the actual facts about personal development. And the truth of the matter is the way that we think about it currently does not work, or at least does not work the way that we want it to or the way that it could. Yes, practicing journaling is going to be helpful. Setting goals and building habits is going to be helpful. All of these things are valuable. That's why I share them. But that doesn't mean that we're actually getting what we want. You see, I spoke with a behavioral scientist a few months ago, Dr. Katie Milkman. She's the author of the book, How to Change, and she's done amazing work 
in this space? How do we actually shift behavior? How do we get people to stick with the habits they say they want? And that's where my focus has been for the majority of this podcast. It's been focused on you, on the individual, the person trying to change and trying to give you the tools and the knowledge and the resources to make those changes. But towards the end of my conversation, I asked her, how much of change comes down to individual effort versus the societal changes that need to exist? And she said to me that it was majority, majority focused on the society. Now, what does this mean? Well, it means that, and this is an example I give all the time, but if you want to eat healthier and you live in a food desert, that's going to be incredibly hard and there's nothing you can do about it. Maybe you have the option to move, and if you can, that's great. But most people can't just pack up and move. Most people aren't in that position. They don't have the finances or the security to make that happen, not to mention in today's world when uh, uh, resources, rental resources, are limited. There are far more renters than there are places to rent. There are far more buyers than there are places to buy. And so just packing up and moving to a place with better uh, food options isn't really a, a fix. It's easy to say, though. It's really easy to give the advice that you should just pack up and move. If your environment is limiting you, go get a better environment. But it's not so simple in practice. And so on this show, I've always tried to focus on, well, what are the simple things? What are the small things? What are the things that could be applied to most people's situation? And that's why I strip out so much of what other people talk about in personal development, because quite honestly, I just don't feel that they're that practical. That doesn't mean they don't work. I just don't think they're very practical, that they're very accessible. And so this has been my approach for the last six and a half, almost seven years of this podcast. But recently, I had something of an epiphany. I started to realize that the solution wasn't personal development. It was what I'm calling collective development. Now, what's the difference here? Well, collective development is about the collective, whereas personal development is about the person. And hear me out here, because I do believe that personal development is personal. And what I mean when I say that is that the context of your life and your situation matters in order to gain and apply certain types of approaches. You can't follow the advice of someone who does a six-hour morning routine if you don't have the time to do a six-hour morning routine. That's just not going to work, and you're not going to be able to get the same results or even really stick with it for that long. And so the personal side of personal development should really be about context. It should really be about whether or not you are capable of doing that thing, whether that's accessible to you. But personal doesn't have to mean individual. And for some reason, over the years, that's what it's become. It's become about me, about what I can do for myself, and far less about the community. 
And this idea got sparked because of a podcast episode of the Metaphysical Milkshake podcast. I've been a massive fan of this, and I really, really recommend you listen to it. It's hosted by Rain Wilson and Reza Aslan. For those who recognize the name, Rain Wilson played Dwight on The Office. It's a phenomenal podcast. And they had some guests on, these guys, these monks. And one of the things that they talked about was why do we practice personal development? Why do we practice self-help? It's to be able to be better so that we can help others. It's to fill our own cup so that we can give from it. It was never supposed to be, how can I get ahead? It was supposed to be, how can I get ahead so that I can bring others with me? And that's where collective development comes in. Because... I don't see anyone else talking about this, but I'm going to be honest. I'm going to make this my entire message going forward. I believe that the only way we all improve our lives is to start focusing on the community and the collective. It's to start focusing on the people we can help. It's not to go into our silos and make all the same mistakes as everyone else, but never talk about it. It's to share that information so that people coming up behind us can learn from it and avoid those pitfalls. And maybe they discover new pitfalls, but then they can share that with the people coming up behind them. And for some reason, especially here in the U.S., we've focused so heavily on the individual that we would rather watch somebody else struggle through the same mistakes that we had to struggle through and never help them through it simply because, quote, well, I had to do it. And we see this argument showing up, especially in the conversation around forgiving student debt. How many people have you seen, and maybe you've even been this person yourself, and if you are, I'm not judging you. This is not about judgment. But how many times have you heard the phrase, I worked really hard, and I paid off my debt, so why should somebody else be able to just have it forgiven? Stop and think about how insane that actually is. You paid in to a broken and bad system, and you found a way to beat it. And you should feel incredibly proud of that. But that doesn't mean that we keep the broken and bad system. That doesn't make any sense when you stop and think about it. If you went to prison for a crime you didn't commit, and you served your time, and you got out, you would not then look back and say, well, other people who went to prison for crimes they didn't commit should also have to serve their time. You would never think that, because that's absurd. So why do we think that way when it comes to student loans, when it comes to health care, when it comes to having kids, when it comes to any number of things that are critical for survival in society, we get so focused on the individual that we forget the fact that whether we want to be or not, we are a part of a community. We live together, and what other people go through affects us. The way other people struggle affects us. And so the goal here is not to get political on the podcast, though I'm certainly not going to shy away from that. And for those of you who don't already know, I'm a progressive. I'm borderline socialist, probably am actually a socialist. So if that's not something that you appreciate, that's totally fine and I get it. 
You don't have to be here. I would love to keep you here, but you don't have to be. But like I said, my goal is not to get political. My goal is to shift our focus because I believe personal development, the way we currently think about it, which is really individual development, me and only me, is doing far more damage than it is good. Because some of us might get value out of it. Some of us might get to the end and win that game. But then, that's just survivor bias. That's just us looking and saying, well, I did it, why can't you? Without ever questioning the luck that we received, the benefits that we gained that others didn't, and the struggles that others are dealing with. And I think if we actually want to improve our lives, if we actually want to be better, the way to do it is to help everyone else improve as well. It's to pass the laws that actually make society better. It's to pass the laws that actually raise the floor so that no one lives in poverty. That's how society gets better, and that's how your life gets better, no matter how you're doing personally right now. So, this was a long episode, but I hope you'll join me. I don't really know what their journey looks like. I don't really know how we make this shift. But going forward... I am going to be focusing on the collective and how we can improve society as a whole and how we can each improve together rather than in our own separate silos. So thank you for being here. My name is Greg Clunas. If you haven't already, join me on the YouTube channel. I'd love to hear your comments, have a conversation with you, and for you to have a conversation with everyone else in the community as well. And while you do that, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.